This is this is this is the Bottom Bends podcast. Oh yeah! Hello and welcome back to the Bottom Bends podcast and to well two episodes um, in a week that we have for you uh, covering this week in football. It's been a wee while from we've actually done it this week in football, but football news over over the last couple of months was actually pretty dead to be honest. Um, but Two episodes here for you. This first one that we're going to be doing is all about Jurgen Klopp's shock announcement that he'll be leaving Liverpool Football Club at the end of the season. So I think just immediate reaction, lads. Um, this news broke earlier on this week. So, Oren, when you first heard the news, you know what what, what was sort of going through your mind? Do you know what it was? Um, it was quite a sh- well. Obviously, you think to everybody it was a shock. Well, um, no, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Um, I was coming out of mass actually with with my primary school class, and I was just thinking, this isn't real. Do you know what I mean? Um, because you know we spoke so much, especially recently, about the impact that Jurgen Klopp has had, especially this season. And um, because he doesn't have the crop of players that he he might have had a couple of years ago when they won the Premier League and won the Champions League, um, and the impact his management style has had in this season has been phenomenal. Um, so whenever I first saw this news, uh, my immediate reaction as a Manchester United fan was, you know, happy days. Um, and I think every rival fan would be thinking the same. But, you know, as, as, a, as a fan of football and as a fan of the Premier League, you know, it, it'll be sad to see him go, um, you know, as a, as a non-biased, as a neutral. Um, because he, he's a character in the Premier League, whether you love him or you hate him. He's a character in the Premier League. He's undoubtedly one of the world's best managers and greatest managers of all time and um for that to believe in the Premier League, you know, it does drop the standard of managers. Of course it does. Um and you know whether he goes somewhere else or whether he takes a wee hiatus, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the German job or something came up. I know there's links to Bayern and that, but you know, with that link to Borussia Dortmund, I would be quite shocked if he does go to, to Bayern Munich. But um, you know, look as as an unbiased fan, all the best to him. Um, but as a Manchester United fan, you know, um, I, I I can't I can't lie. I am happy to see him go just based off um, Liverpool being our rivals. Yeah, no, I listen. I I completely hear what you're saying. Um, it is tough, obviously, when you know you look at United and they've done so poorly um, over the last ten years, and then you know you look to Liverpool and and the job the club has done, especially and the trophies he's managed to to deliver in that time. Um, it is. It is a bit sickening as a Man United fan. But listen, I, I'm completely on the level with you as well, Or and I agree. I think, you know, when Klopp leaves the Premier League, you absolutely drop the standards of managers. You know, he's probably, you know, the second or third best manager in the world. Um, so by taking that out of the Premier League, you absolutely do. You, you drop the you drop the quality level of managers in the league immediately. Connor, again, similar sort of question. You know, what, what was your instant reaction to hearing that, that Klopp is leaving? And, you know, what do you think it actually means now for Liverpool? Yeah, I was like, Orn, I, I was shocked. Uh, he had signed the contract to go on to 2026. And I thought he would do that because they're going so well this year. Um, You know, they're flying top of the Premier League. They're in the final of the League Cup and still in the FA Cup and Europa League. Uh, so I was shocked. I thought he had done a great job, as we've spoken about in previous podcasts, to turn the club around. Uh, after last year's disappointment, I seen he came out and was kind of like, uh, any other club he might have been in trouble getting sacked, but they stuck by him. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be difficult to replace him. 
uh, you know, even this year they're flying and the squad, you know, isn't as strong as a lot of other clubs. Uh, and he's done an unbelievable job to, you know, I've seen he's only one of three managers to win a league title over Pep Guardiola, uh, which is crazy. And he's he's stuck with Man City for the last five or six years. I, I would question, you know, him and Pep Guardiola have been two of the best managers in the Premier League history. Um, he's just a bit unlucky. He's come up against that giant in Man City. Uh, and from where the club was at, I've seen that they came eighth the previous year he came in under Brendan Rodgers, and then they were 10th. Uh, when he came in and I think he got them seventh and then he's just built his way up as you said he's won a load of trophies uh, it is going to be very difficult to replace him uh, I don't know who's going to do the job it's it's one of them ones he's been there eight and a half years and he's transformed the club and whoever comes in now is, is going to find it hard I just think he's just ran out of energy because being the Liverpool manager I've seen a lot of people say is just it's just not getting results on the pitch there's a lot of different things you know it's a massive club and their fan base is is crazy. So whoever whoever goes and takes that job, it's it's a big, big, tough job, especially following, you know, arguably one of the best managers in the world and in Premier League history. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, um, it, it was quite funny. You know, um, I I actually um our mate of ours, uh, Houston, I, I met him last night, and we went for coffee, and me and him were chatting about it, and he's a massive Liverpool fan, and you know. He actually said the same thing. He said you can actually see it in him almost when he, you know, when he did the interview and from he has done subsequent subsequent interviews since. Like Houston just said to me, he looks tired, and I think you can actually see that on his face. I think Jurgen Klopp does look tired at the minute, and you know, he's been in so many intense title battles with Man City, and on a few occasions, you know, he has you know just narrow narrowly missed out on the title, and he has come second, and you know that's what Houston said to me. He was like. You know, if Man City weren't a weren't a team, and if Man City weren't the team that they are, you know, you would be looking at Jurgen Klopp's resume with maybe three or four Premier League titles, and that would probably set him apart from a few other managers in the Premier League. Now, look, Orn, as it stands to date, the one Champions League, the one Premier League, is it enough in your eyes to go down as like a Premier League great manager? Um, I think you have to look beyond. Um is trophies um, because, you know, and this is in the most unbiased way I'm saying this, you know, this is a manager who's got plus 90 points like six times and hasn't won the league, um, you know, um, 91 plus points six times and, you know, Alex Ferguson didn't get that once um, and he got 13 league titles. So it's just, um, yeah, I think you have to look beyond his trophies at this stage. Um, and as, as Connor Dorman mentioned there, you know, pushing Pep Guardiola, to the limit is one of the hardest feats in football, uh, well proven to be one of the hardest feats in football, so I think you, have, you know, looking at his silverware alone would be unfair to judge him on that, um, I think, you know um, being a Liverpool manager comes with a lot of pressure, as does every big job, you know, we've seen Xavi come out there in the last couple of weeks or in the last couple of days, sorry, saying that uh, the pressure of Barcelona job has really got to him, the mental uh, struggles he's faced because of it Um so yeah, you know he's done an absolutely fantastic job for Liverpool, and it ha- it has to be it has to be credited. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Or agreed, agreed. I think you know, rival fans. You know, from what I've seen on on Twitter, you know, people are quick to jump to that statistic. You know, he's only won the one Premier League title. He's only won the the one Champions League. But you know, I, I completely agree with you. I think when you look at the track record, it's 
to accrue that many points over the course of like five to six seasons is absolutely ridiculous like ridiculous like you are literally you've turned a club that was you know and if we're being honest before we come in they were mediocre um and you know you've turned you've turned around the culture in that club you've really laid down the foundation now for what is a, a successful Liverpool team as such um you know and that's where I think it's going to be difficult for whoever comes in next um because I feel like Liverpool might need to hit like the system reset button now where you know let's not get a manager that was similar to Klopp's day like let's go and get a manager that has his own distinct brand of football and just start again basically Connor you know I'm seeing a lot on Liverpool Twitter at the minute you know people obviously got it that the Klopp's leaving but the the favorite target at the minute is either Xabi Alonso or Ruben Amorim both very young managers both exciting managers with their own tactical view on the game if you're looking at those two as the front runners at the minute who do you think is probably more likely to get the job well, obviously, Alonso, a lot of people are speaking about him uh, from Leverkusen. Uh, obviously, unbeaten all season, a top manager. But it could be a very tough job to come into that young. He'll obviously get the backing of the fans. I've seen, you know, their Deserbies another choice. You have Thomas Frank. I think a, a manager maybe with a bit of Premier League experience, managing in the Premier League could be a huge thing. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying as well, like Alonso plays totally different style to Klopp so integrate, integrating that and getting players in is going to be tough maybe that's a reason why Klopp left maybe as you said there's just I think there there has to be a rebuild this summer and we're seeing like Van Dijk coming out saying he might not stay Salah's probably going to go you know you lost Mane you lost Firmino you lost Fabinho you lost Henderson you know the spine of the team and players getting older it's such a tough job I, I just don't know at the minute who they're going to go for uh, it's a hard one to say. You know, I've seen the Zerbe could be a really good one because he plays such great football. We've seen it at Brighton that he, you know, they don't spend that much money, but he has he has done brilliant things there. He has come in after Potter, who done a good job at Brighton and has took them even further. They're now in the Europa League. They got through the group stage and they're flying, and they're one of the be- like one of the most exciting teams to watch. I would say even in Europe. So maybe like a Deserbe or a Thomas Frank could be a really, you know, a more sensible choice, a more, you know, safe choice than a, like Alonso, who obviously has done a fantastic job, but maybe doesn't have that experience yet. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Completely understand. Um, Oren, look, you know, Klopp has, has really, you know, and we've said it a couple of times now in the past few weeks, he's pulling up trees because... He works on such a limited budget, you know, a, a real shoestring budget, and he's managed to do what he's been able to do with Liverpool. Now, obviously, when you look at the next candidate for a manager that's coming in, is that something that you perhaps worry about um, for the next manager? You know, I know we're talking about Liverpool maybe hitting the system reset here, going through another rebuild, but, you know, obviously that is going to take a bit longer because they don't operate on the same financial level as the likes of a Man United, a Man City, um, an Arsenal, a Chelsea. You know, they don't they don't tend to splash the cash as much as those clubs. So do you think that's maybe the biggest problem that's facing the next manager? Or is it actually just because Klopp was the manager, you know, you're almost having to step out of that shadow? Um, I would argue it's a bit of both. Um, I think it would be unfair to say that Liverpool don't necessarily that they have a shoe, shoestring budget because you know 
you look at Van Dijk, one of the most expensive defender signings of all time. Darwin Nunes, one of the most expensive attacking signings of all time. Um, Fabinho as well was came for a hefty price tag. Naby Keita came for sixty million or something like that. Um, so it's not like all of Liverpool's signings in the in the past in the Klopp era have have worked, but um, the ones that he he's based his team around and really focused on have been as as Connor said the spine of the team for that long. That a rebuild was really on the cards this summer. I know a lot of people were talking about. Klopp maybe not seeing out another rebuild um, but this you know coming into this summer really really is that new rebuild as Connor said you know Van Dijk, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Mohamed Salah are both are all three are within the last 18 months of their contract and um, I would say there is a lot of Liverpool players that of course they love the club but playing for Klopp is that real pull for them um, I don't think they'll struggle to sign any players. You know, um, they've they're quite obviously one of the best teams in Europe and have been for the last few years. So the pull is going to be insane. You know, playing for Liverpool is not is never gonna um, you know turn you away turn you away from from playing for them. Do you know what I mean? So um, it is just such a huge huge job for whoever comes in, and they can't underestimate the job just because of Klopp's work. Um, even looking back to when Sir Alex left Manchester United, um, David David Moyes inherited a team still with Rio Ferdinand, Wayne Rooney, and Nemanja Vidic, Robin van Persie, players that won the league twelve months before that. Then, or sorry, a couple of months before he came in. And um, if Liverpool are to take any solace from what happened there, they just need to give this new manager time, and that's why it's such a difficult process for whoever they bring in. But I would say. You know, if he's let the club know in November that he's leaving, they've been looking for a new manager from November. And obviously, I would say Klopp's going to have a heavy impact on who becomes the new manager. Um, but they can't just do what some other clubs have done at the likes of Chelsea and um, bring in Steven Gerrard, per se, because they need to bring in somebody with experience. And it would be fantastic for, for Xabi Alonso, but he has really only had one season of top-flight football. He was managing Real Sociedad's B team for a few years, and this is his first real opportunity to show himself. And yes, he's doing fantastic, but you know we've seen managers do brilliant in their first year, so it has to be a carefully calculated choice from the Liverpool board. And obviously they're going to do that, um, but Liverpool fans, if you're to take any advice from Manchester United fans of the past, it's give your manager time, because they really, really will need it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I feel like, you know, whenever you come out of an era like this, you know, whenever we come out of the Fergie era and now Liverpool fans are, are coming out of this Klopp era, you know, there is almost still that expectancy of success, um, regardless of who comes in. Um, and really, you know, I agree with you, and I think the piece of advice is, listen, temper your expectations because, you know, you, you could be in the wilderness now for the next few years. Um, and by wilderness, I mean, you know, not necessarily challenging the top four, um, just trying to build a competent squad again um, that allows your manager a platform to then succeed. Um, Connor, you know, when we look at Klopp and, and the, the incredible job that obviously he, he has done in the Premier League um, and, and just looking at his credentials as a whole, you know, just a, a, a great manager, great tactician um, and a, a personality, as I weren't said previously there, you know, you either love him or you hate him. Um, there, there's sort of no in between with Klopp. Um, 
what what, what do you think his, his lasting legacy is on, on Liverpool Football Club then? Oh, it'll be, you know, I have never met a Liverpool fan that hates Jurgen Klopp. You know, even I as a United fan love his personality. I know he can maybe get a bit down sometimes and angry, but, you know, he's a, he's a manager that I would have loved to have at United. You know, he transformed the club. I think a lot of Liverpool fans, as you said, uh, maybe the younger fans will have the high expectations, but a lot of older ones, even that I know, realised what position they were in. When he came to the club, they were not going very well, really struggling. I know they had that uh, few title challenges uh, under when they had Gerard and then Brendan Rodgers, when they had Gerard and Torres and then Brendan Rodgers came in. But, you know, you're sitting there and you're looking at, you know, the stats, 60% win percentage, basically at home. They were nearly unbeatable. Them Champions League nights coming back from 3-0 against Barcelona. He's just going to be unforgettable. Uh, yes, you know, you look and people say, oh, he only won one Premier League. But, you know, as Oren was saying there, like six seasons to get over 90 points. One of the most consistent teams in the world, as Pep, Gord, or as Pep said. He says he'll have a lot uh, less sleepless nights. Now he knows he's gone because he, he gave him nightmares. He, you know, he made Man City better. He made Pep Guardiola a better manager because he challenged him. And I think uh, it'd be hard to question him as, you know, top five Premier League manager ever. I know he only won one Premier League, but the stats show it. And nearly 500 games and he's averaging two, 2.07 points per game. That is that is mental. And the season, he went, I think he had a 44 match unbeaten run in the Premier League. From like January 2019 to uh, February 2020, like them kind of stats will never be forgotten. And you know he's won every trophy uh, that he's went into. Possibly won the League Cup, the FA Cup, Super Cup, World Cup, Club World Cup. So I think his lasting legacy will be as one of you know Liverpool's best ever managers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I'm sure Liverpool fans would like him to sign off his his Liverpool career with maybe a trophy or two this season. Obviously, as Connor's already said, League Cup final, they're still in the FA Cup, they're probably the favourites to win the Europa League this year as well. Um, so lucky he could absolutely end his his Liverpool career on a high. Um, but that's going to do it for for this episode, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I'm sure if you're a Liverpool fan, you know you're absolutely gutted and and probably shocked about this Jurgen Klopp news. So if you are watching this leave us a comment let us know how you're how you're feeling about it if you are watching on youtube please hit that subscribe button hit the like button and if you're watching on spotify please give us a follow it'll it'll help the podcast out tremendously and as always thank you for listening and keep it bottom bins keep it bottom bins keep it bottom bins